You are listening to the Jungian Podcast, presented by Columbia Media Group. This episode is sponsored by Novasource. Worried about damage the sun will do to your onion crop at harvest time? It's time to try Surround, a crop protected by Novasource that helps growers guard against sunburn damage. Surround is formulated to reflect harmful infrared and ultraviolet radiation, leading to reduced heat stress and more efficient water use. And Surround does not block leaf stomata, so gases and water continue to move in and out of the plant, maintaining natural cooling processes. Another advantage of Surround is that it can reduce the activity of certain insect pests, including thrips, whose populations typically increase rapidly under hot conditions. Learn more about Surround at Novasource.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Onion Podcast. Thank you for uh, tuning in again. I want to um, today welcome Greg Yielding with the National Onion Association. He is the executive vice president there. Greg has on, been on before, and um, we welcome him back. And we are going to be talking today about the upcoming NOA Summer Convention in Boise, Idaho. That is uh, July 6th through 9th, and so right after the 4th of July. And we're going to give you some reasons to attend. I, I personally am um, expecting a big turnout, given the amount of growers and industry members in the Treasure Valley and those from the Columbia Basin, which um, is, what, four or five-hour drive from Boise. Uh, Greg Yielding, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Yes, thank you for having me on. Of course, we appreciate your time. So what what do you have in store for us in Boise? What are we going to be doing? Well, uh, we have a full agenda and uh, a lot of topics that will be, you know, uh, very uh, interest uh, to onion growers. Uh, you know, this is just not, you know, come and stay at hotels and eat and go have a good time. This is about, you know, information, learning, and uh, being able to be a part of the industry. Uh, one of the things that we're really excited about is uh, to have Bruce Summers, who is the administrator for the Agricultural Marketing Service. So Bruce is over all of Agricultural Marketing Service, AMS. And, of course, AMS does the Onion Report and marketing, you know, in marketing news. So in AMS also handles market the market orders and 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 you know helps keep those running and and uh, uh, facilitates those within USDA. But marketing news is very important, and uh, more farmers need to learn you know what it is, how it works, where they get their information, and how they can use it as far as you know the movement of onions and price. So. You know, uh, we're just happy to have the head administrator coming to Boise to talk to onion growers about how all this works. We use that service. Um, I don't know if you're aware, but we we do a report on it every two weeks. Uh, we use that information to to put out shipping numbers. So, uh, one of the things that that you're doing again this year, and we're glad to say that. You're going to have an, an ag tour, and that, for me, is always my favorite part of the conventions, besides 
awesome networking opportunities that that are there. Um, and I know you've got a, a fun tour plan this year. Let, let's uh, let's talk about that tour a little bit. What what are the stops? Okay, well, we're going to start at eight o'clock, uh, and that'll be on Friday morning, which will be the eighth, July the eighth, from the hotel. And uh, we're going to run up to the to Oregon first, Ontario, to the experiment station, and uh, that's going to be really good because all of the seed companies uh, will will be there. People from Enzazaden, you know, people from Seminas, people from Crookham, and more. They will be there, and they'll be able to show uh, by their plots what they're doing. And, and explain the varieties that, you know, that they're working on. Then we'll also be going over to Oahe Produce to see, you know, their operation and their onion sheds and, uh, and, and, and how they pack. Also there, uh, we'll be looking at storage, and IVI is going to have people there to explain the storages that Oahe uses, which, you know, which are some of the newest around. We're going to go to Top Air Equipment Company, then, and we're going to have lunch there. They've been really nice about providing the lunch, you know, as well as a tour, of, you know, of their facility. We're we're going to see farms along the way. I, I'm not telling you exactly right now where we're going to go and how we're going to do it, but uh, you know, we'll we'll see farms also intermittent, you know, in there. So so we've got. You know, we've got a lot planned and uh, then plan to be back at 4.30 so we can get ready for the banquet dinner and the auction that night. Yeah, you mentioned the the auction and, and you mentioned Top Air, but we we would be mm-hmm. remiss if we did not uh, mention that Top Air is donating a, another rod lifter this year. And, um, exactly. It's a huge, exactly. huge that, deal. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's a huge donation, you know, to the NOA and the and the promotion program that we provide, and uh, you know, it's good. It's a good deal for everybody, you know, on that. Uh, you know, it, it, instead of and you have to think about it this way, instead of just going out and purchasing a, a piece of equipment, you purchase a piece of equipment and the money goes to NOA. Uh, plus, you know, as as much as you can. Uh, by the tax law, you get to you get to write a lot of that off because you're making a donation to the nonprofit. So, so it's a good deal all the way around. But check with good your accountant first. And, yeah, exactly. I always <laughs> check with your accountant. To, you always have to say that. But, <laughs> but I mean, the, the point is, you you know, you can you can do that. So that's why it's just good for everybody all the way around. And and uh, uh, you know, we're we're certainly thankful that Top Airs again doing that for us all right so we we know about uh the tour now gonna have an auction it's gonna have a lot of cool things to to buy um mm-hmm. so we're talking to members but right now we are talking to non-members and there is an opportunity for you if you're not a member of noa to come to the convention this year check it out see what you think you'll probably want to join when you see the networking that goes on, the things that happen, and also the support that NOA provides you as a grower in Washington, D.C. So 
anyone can come this year. Explain uh, explain how that's going to work for me, please. Yeah. Well, if you uh, if you're not a member, uh, you're certainly welcome to come, and you'll just need to call the office and talk to Courtney, and you know we'll we'll get you signed up that way. You know we have a members area and everything on our website, and of course members can just go to that, and do their payments and credit cards or whatever, and get it done. It's real easy. Uh, but if you're not a member, you can still it's still easy. You just call the office, and and Courtney can run your card, and you can get all get all registered we know it's like you said it's an area where there's a lot of onion growers and uh we want to we want to let people know you know what we're doing i mean that that thursday morning when we'll be having committee meetings and you know people are welcome to go and and you know see what's going on there with the different committees and uh you know whether it's industry export committee or legislative committee uh, or promotions committee, you know, those are those are a lot of the business uh, things that we do and and get input, you know, from the growers and the members, and uh, so that'll be going on. Uh, uh, one thing I don't want to forget to mention, and this is huge, and this is uh, we have a new edition, a second edition of our food safety plan for dry bulb onions that. We're, we're going to be finalizing there that afternoon and uh international fresh produce association has helped a lot their food safety department this is really important and one of the main reasons it's important is because we're setting the standard for what needs to be done and we're also educating people like fda on onions and how we keep onions safe and what the best practices are because no one knows the best practices better than the growers and the shipper packers in the industry. So, you know, we've been working with Dr. Jennifer McIntyre, Gretchen Wall, people in the food safety area with uh, IFPA and, and, and others, other people, you know, in the industry that are, that are professionals and, and uh, uh, food safety people, and to come up with this. So, so this is really important. And you know, if you if you want to have a some input into this, uh, we're going to have a copy for everybody when they when they check in at registration, and then uh, like on Thursday on Wednesday night, and then Thursday afternoon, that's one of the things on the agenda we'll be going over. And we'll be opening it up, let people make comments and see if we need to make any changes before we finalize this food safety plan. So um, let me reiterate uh, on that a little bit. And if I misspoke, misspeak here, you can you can tell me. But uh, so here's here's an opportunity, whether you are a member or a non-member, because non-members are invited this year. And part of the reason is that this is going the final stages of the food safety guidelines. Um, as mm-hmm. everybody knows by now, there's been some issues with onions, and this is the way to mitigate that and hopefully eliminate all of that from happening in the future and also put a good spin in front of the USDA's face. Is that is that accurate? Well, you know, it, it, it's... Uh, uh, there's definitely been some questions as you know to 
FDA's investigations and and you know what they've come up with, which has really kind of been nothing. And uh, you know, and we were doing this. We were we had this on on tap before any of this ever happened. But uh, this made us go ahead and you know proceed you know quicker to get it done. We knew there needed to be some updates, and we knew that there was a lot of things that people maybe didn't know they should be doing, uh, uh, or, uh, you know, something, something that, uh, that retail or food service should know that the industry is, you know, they care about food safety and, and, uh, and, and here's some guidelines and best practices. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, this is, this is something that's very important and, uh, uh, you know, needs to be needs to be done and needs to be updated. And this is a lot more detailed than the last one. And we also go in to short day onions versus long day onions. If there's any differences in storage techniques, things like that. I mean, this is this is a lot more detailed. And uh, but you know, if anybody has any, and, and we've had a committee working on this with people from all over the country, and. It's, but still, if anybody, you know, comes to the meeting and, you know, has comments or questions or whatever, it's open for everybody to to do that. So, so growers, this is your opportunity. This is yeah. your last opportunity to to check in and, and make some suggestions to the to the exactly. food safety guidelines. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, so this is this is actually a, a good segue into um, you know, you guys have been doing this work. Uh, working with Gretchen Wall and um, Fresh Produce Association, and and mm-hmm. you, but you're also doing a lot of work in Washington D.C. And last time you and I spoke, um, we were talking about Dutch onions uh, being imported mm-hmm. into the U.S. with without being in, inspected. And I know you've done some work there. Exactly, and and uh, in fact, I was there with the Fresh Produce Association just a couple weeks ago, back in D.C., and I actually met with the new uh, deputy administrator uh, of APHIS, and and in this case, the deputy administrator runs APHIS. He's the highest civil servant, you know, running running that agency. So, you know, met with him, uh, met with with others there with APHIS, and. You know what? What we don't want is some pest coming into the U.S. and hurting our onions and uh, causing us to have to spend more on chemicals, more on pesticides, hurting hurting the onion harvest, uh, the yields. And this is a situation that you know they told me they said nothing's been decided. We're a long way from deciding anything, but we really appreciate the industry, you know, talking to us, making comments on this, of which a lot of people did across the country when this was proposed. And, uh, and, you know, and the deal is they want to be able to do inspections in the Netherlands, and then that's it. Uh And that's basically what the preclearance would be. Uh, They would do the inspections there. And then they would just come straight over to the U.S. Well, there's there's a lot of questions about how that would be done, and there's a lot of questions about who would pay for it. There's a lot of questions like that, and 
you know, all those need to be answered. And uh, But mainly APHIS is looking at, at all the comments that were made about certain pests that could come into the U.S. Uh, and, and if, you know, and we need to be able to, you know, to look at them when they get here to, in the U.S. So, you know, that's mainly what they look at. But, you know, and then there are trade implications also if we streamline things and make it easier, you know, for our competitors to to get in. But this is, this is you know, with APHIS, this is about pest and pest control and making sure that, that they keep U.S. crops safe, you know, from pest. So, so uh, when I, I met with them, like I said, a couple of weeks ago, they they said we've still got a lot of work to do before we even you know propose anything and then if we do there's going to be another comment period another you know where y'all can look at it the industry meaning the industry and get back to us on on what you think so okay so the the most important thing is keeping engaged with people in the government who regulate your industry and that's what we do. That's what the NOA uh, does. That that's what we do, and we do it very well. And we do it, you know, uh, speaking. You know, uh, some people will say speaking with one voice from the from the industry. So when we, you know, when, when I call or or I question something, I'll, I'll I can get a response back pretty quick, whether it's APHIS or trade issues or or anything, you know. So, so that is a work in progress, and they're um, still, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be probably knowing the government ongoing for a while, um, mm-hmm. and the same with the the Farm Workforce Modernization Act, which I know exactly. is a big concern for NOA as well. What, where do we stand there? Well, that's one thing that we hope to get more of an update from from Senator Crapo. Uh, and Senator Crapo is supposed to talk at like in the afternoon, first thing after lunch. At the and, convention. Uh, so we, yes, yeah, so we look forward to that. And Senator Crapo on the Republican side and Senator Bennett from Colorado on the Democratic side have been trying to work out a compromise, you know, for for farm workers and uh, on that issue. Uh, so, you know, when I was also there, I met with in Senator Bennett's office. And also a couple of other senators, but uh, and then that we had other people meeting with in Grapo's office at the, at the exact same exact same time. So sometime from Colorado, you know, I, I went ahead and went to the Colorado office. Senator Grapo's been working on this, and and they're trying to come up with a compromise on the best way to do this. We all know the border situation is really bad, and that is affecting you know some kind of agreement on on farm workers and H2A and and anything to do with anything remotely tied to immigration. And, you know, that's kind of unfortunate that these issues should be separate. You know, there should what if you want to talk about asylum into the U.S., if you want to talk about immigration quotas or whatever, that really should be separate than farm workers because we can't get the farm workers locally. I mean, I hear it time and time again. I was at a meeting, an ag meeting yesterday, and uh, Joe Petrarco with Petrarco Farms, an onion grower here in Colorado, he was there. And uh, there was also some people, some dairy people there. And, you know, we were talking about it. We were saying, 
you know, you can't find the workers here to do these jobs. But there are workers from other countries that want to do them. So we need a better, uh, uh, you know, way to get those workers up here. But then you have to look at things like, you know, what are the pay rates that you're having to pay and all the other things you're having to do because these H-2As are making more, way more than minimum wage of somebody that's local. And then you have to provide housing and food and everything else. And, you know, so we've got to have, we've got to do something there. You know, still everybody wants to be fair and, and treat your workers good and everyone does, but we need to be fair about it because otherwise, if, you know, the prices that people are going to have to pay for food are going to be even more if they can get it. And we're already going to have that because of fuel costs. So, uh, We've got to have the labor, or we can't, you know, we can't get things harvested, and uh, we can't get things out to the grocery stores or the food service. Yeah, so a lot of lot of troubles right now: uh, fuel costs, transportation, labor mm-hmm. shortage, um, land prices going crazy. What um, what do you see the onion industry? really needing to focus on long-term? Well, I mean, I think we always have to focus on things like uh, the IR4 program uh, and make sure that that's funded correctly. And what that is, that that helps get, you know, chemicals, pesticides, herbicides, you know, helps the chemical companies pay for the EPA uh, studies that have to be done. I mean, you know, there's we don't have millions of acres of onions like we do with the main program crops like, you know, corn or wheat or, or, or rice or soybeans. So those companies can go and spend the money to do all the research to get a new product on the line. But for specialty crops such as onions, you know, this program, this government program helps pay for, for a lot of the uh, research that has to be done to get, you know, and to get these registrations. And, uh, you know, that has always been important, but it's even becoming more important now to make sure that, uh, as a lot of people would say, we have the tools in the toolbox to take care of, whether it be weeds or pests or whatever. So, you know, our four is really something long-term that we need to look at. I mean, uh, you know, Water is is important, but water is more of a local issue than a federal issue. Although there are some things I think that the federal uh, authorities can do that Congress could do, such as you know providing more water for impoundments, lakes, storage areas uh, for water, uh, without getting into each state's water laws. You know, which a lot of people, you know, they don't. They don't necessarily because there's not a there's not really a you know one size fits all you know in that uh, each state has their own and uh, and most of that is ag you know related and that's the reason the water rights and the water policies are there is because of agriculture and uh, but there there are things that the federal government could do and that's a that's definitely a long term you know something that that we need to be looking at. So, 
you know, labor and water, you know, our four, I mean, those are some of the issues that I think, you know, we, we've got to keep working on long term. Okay, well, it sounds like you've got your work cut out for you in a in a pretty long agenda. Um, all right, so I think we've about reached the, the end of our time here. Um, I want to thank Greg Yielding for appearing on the Onion podcast, and um, we appreciate you t- your time today. I also want to thank our sponsor, NovaSource, who makes this podcast possible. And um, as we're talking here today, it's it's uh, the Friday before Memorial Day, and it always makes me think of uh, loved ones lost. And recently, I'd, I just want to uh, acknowledge uh, Snap Keen, which who I considered a personal friend, and we lost um, recently. Yeah. And um, so, this Memorial Day, think about your loved ones. Think about those you wish you were still here. And, Greg, thanks very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are for informational purposes only, and solely those of the podcast participants, contributors, and guests. We do not constitute an endorsement by or necessarily represent the views of Columbia Media Group or its affiliates.